You've survived the worst. Trauma, loss, rejection. The reality is, your pain can be a crutch, or it can be the thing that launches you. You're listening to the Purpose Through Pain podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you experience true freedom and breakthrough. Tune in each week as guests share their incredible life lessons from their personal stories and hear from experts who can give you the tools you need to stop surviving and start thriving. Here to help you find purpose through your pain is your host, Joseph James. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another great show of Purpose Through Pain podcast. I am your host, Joseph James. Today, I want to talk to you about a subject that at some point in time, if not a lot of our life, we suffer with. This hinders us. It can damage relationships. It can ruin relationships. It can ruin families. It can ruin your place of business. It can ruin negotiations, sales contracts. You name it, it can ruin it. And that's communication. And I'm not just talking about being able to talk. I'm not talking to be able to teach something. I'm not talking to be able to instruct or be a boss. I am talking about effective communication where both parties are heard, are understood, things are comprehended. It can lead to peace and not frustration. It could lead to uh, problem solving, not unresolved problems. And so a couple things that I've learned, and I'm going to be vulnerable in this like I am in most of my shows, if not all of them, is this is based off of a little bit on the business side of things and me learning and picking up things, but really the learning lesson comes from relationships and relationships that have not necessarily ended in my favor, okay? And I've always been what I would consider an effective communicator, not that I am the best and not that I can't get better because I know I can get better, but I... I'm really good at thinking on my feet to a degree. I try to problem solve. I try to fix, okay? Not necessarily something that I need to be doing in a lot of circumstances. Um, uh, Me, it goes back, fixing goes back to my childhood, the trauma and things that happened in my life where I was always trying to bring peace in the family and I was trying to fix the situation, trying to create a different atmosphere. But when it comes to communication, when you're communicating, let's just say with a significant other, in my case, this was with a, um, a girlfriend or a, a young lady that I started to date after um, several years after, or not several years, because it's been about two and a half years since my wife passed away. Uh, but roughly, it was, it was about a year and a half, almost two years after my wife passed away, I started dating a young lady. And a wonderful young lady, uh, our communication level was really, really good in certain circumstances, okay? But then we also butted heads and we argued and we fought and things like that, which I was never happy about and I know that she wasn't either. She's a great and phenomenal person. I'll never say anything bad. This is also, this is more of a reflection of me and who I am as an individual and learning how to effectively communicate, not just based off of what other people were telling me and how to effectively communicate with people, but hearing her responses, how she talked to me in terms of what I wasn't understanding or maybe wasn't listening. And this first, uh, this first step, so to say, first key 
to effective communication actually came from something that she told me on a regular basis. And I'm going to tell you why she said it. And this is the first thing is number one is listen to understand, not to respond. Listen to understand and not respond. Okay. What I was doing in our communication is we're both talkers. We were both communicators and we would be into great conversations and she's talking over me and I'm talking over her and it's back and forth and we're interrupting each other at different times, but it wasn't a rude interruption. It disrespectful interruption is excitement and she'd talk and I'd talk and then we'd talk over each other. But that's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to when we had times where we weren't seeing eye to eye on things. And that does, not seeing eye to eye, there's nothing wrong with agreeing to disagree or just coming to the understanding that, hey, you see it one way and I see it another way, okay? But there were times that she would be, let's just say there was not a necessarily an, an issue with us, but she would be explaining something to me like about how her day was going, okay? And she may have been just having a rough day and I would be listening to everything she was saying but I would be listening not to understand her, but listening to just respond so I can fix it. And she's like, oh, I'm having a bad day because of, you know, I go into work and this happens and this happens and, you know, this happens in life. And all I'm doing was listening to give her the solution to a problem that she was having. Really all she wanted, and it took me a long time to figure this out, a lot of her repeating this this statement, listen to understand and not respond, is I would always be listening to give her a response in terms of solution. This happens a lot to us every single day when we go to meet somebody. We go to, we meet somebody and they introduce themselves, hey, I'm so-and-so, and you're like, well, hey, I'm so-and-so, and 15 seconds later, you're like, what was this guy's name again? because we were not listening to understand what he was saying. We were listening to respond. As soon as he tells me his name, I'm gonna tell him mine. But I gotta think of my own name. I know my own name. Hey, I'm so-and-so. Hey, I'm Joseph James. You know, it's, it's even got to the point where they said, hey, I'm Bob. I'm like, well, hey, I'm Bob. And I'm like, wait, you're Bob. I, I, you're Bob, I'm not Bob, I'm Joseph, you're Bob. You know, because I was so caught up in giving him the response of my name because we knew that's what was going to happen at that moment instead of just listening to comprehend or to, to understand. And it took me a while to really grasp this. It took me a while to understand what was going on. But the more, when I started to listen, when I started to really listen to respond, then I'm sorry, listening to understand and not respond is things begin to change. Now, I'm not perfect. I still have my, I still have my quirks. I still have the times I'm just like, man, I just want to respond. I got so much to say. She needs to hear it or he needs to hear it or they need to hear it. And it's something that I've had to learn to put into practice with my children. It's some of the times I've had to put into practice with my own business. I can remember at times my daughter would say, dad, you never listen. You already have your answer. She's like, you never listen to me. You're just, you already know what you're going to say before you say it. And she was right. And the girlfriend would say that as well too. So listen to understand. Listen to just hear them out. There are a lot of times, especially females, especially females. I'll say that again, especially females. They just want to be heard. It's not an ego thing. It's a being sensitive. It's caring. It's, it's just giving them the respect 
to let them talk so they can be heard, so they can be understood, so they can feel they can be vulnerable because it's all about trust. If they can trust you to listen, to understand, and not respond, you'll break down walls. Unfortunately, this is something that I'm, uh, I'm learning right now. I'm, I'm in the midst of it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's taken me a, a long time to, to hear this, a long time of me hearing this, multiple times of me hearing this to really grasp and understand it. But also to put it into practice. And so number one was listening to understand, not to respond. Number two is being, when, when, you're, when you're engaged in a conversation, when you're listening to understand, give them a chance of when they've finished, give them a, a couple seconds, see if they're going to say more. And if they don't, ha- say these words, tell me more. Tell me more about what's going on. What that does, okay, and again, this is me learning. I, I, I am smack dab. I'm no expert at this. I am in the middle of this right now. And at times, we sometimes are, I think, for me, one of my greatest lessons learned normally comes too late. Or maybe when the light bulb goes off, it's possibly too late. And I'm in the middle of that right now. I'm in the middle of that of losing somebody, if not, I've already lost a wonderful individual in my life because not just the lack of communication in certain times, but not applying these things. And I wish I would have known and understand these. And, and, and guys, when I share these things with you, it's not because I'm an expert. It's not because I've lived it for so long. It's because I am so deep into my own growth right now of everything that I am going through I am learning these things. I am starting to implement these things and praying to God I'm not too late with whatever or whomever, whatever the circumstances would be, even when it comes to my own children, okay? So the, number, number, the second thing is, is tell me more. Is when they're sitting there talking to you and they pause, give them a few seconds, make sure that they're done. And if they're not done or if they're done, hey, tell me more. Tell, tell me can you expound upon that a little bit? I, I want to understand a little bit more about what's going on. People want to tell you their problems. They want to. They don't necessarily want to ask, be asked a million questions because they feel like you're judging them, but they do want to be heard. They want to tell you more. They want to expand. Okay? I do ask more questions of, well, what about this and what happened about that? And, you know, I want somebody to open up to me because I, you know, in my past is I wanted to fix. I wanted to help. Okay. The coaching kind of comes out in me. Uh, Fixing the problem kind of comes out in me. Okay. And that's not necessarily something that I need to be doing uh, in all situations. But when you sit there and you tell them, especially after you've listening to understand and not respond, by saying the words, tell me more, it again lets them know that you're listening, okay? It also lets them know that you're engaged in the conversation and you truly do want to know and hear more about what they want to say. Number three, all right? And here's the tricky one. I think this is a tricky one because not everybody wants this and so you have to be careful, is ask more questions. The person that asks questions controls the conversation, 
okay? But what you can't do in the midst of asking more questions is interrogate them. And what I mean by that is, okay, let's say, oh, tell me about your day. Oh, my day wasn't that good. Well, what happened? Well, I, I, I just went into work and everything just started off wrong from the, mo- from the, from the moment my alarm went off. Okay, and then, and then what happened? Before you start asking question after question after question after question, give them a chance to just ramble. Give them a chance to just open up. One thing that I've learned in this, in the middle of this relationship, is this lovely lady, she did not like the questions. She didn't. I am trying to draw things out of her. She felt like I was interrogating her. And I did learn over a period of time, um, a long time, that uh, certain times of the day you couldn't ask you couldn't ask a lot of questions. You just had to sit there and listen. And either it was going to be quiet, and you would have this awkward moment of silence. And I think you're going to get one of two responses. You're going to get them opening up because you're giving them room to talk, or they're not going to want to open up at that moment. And they're going to say something like, well, I guess you don't want to talk now. So I'm going to end the conversation. The biggest thing about either one of those, and this, again, I'm in smack dab in the middle of, of learning all this. And so this is what has worked for me, okay? Is when they respond, no matter how they respond, you've got to be able to respond back in love, okay? If they go to respond and start telling you more, yeah, no, uh, okay. Every few seconds, say a mm-hmm or a uh-huh or okay, yeah. You're acknowledging that you're in the conversation with them. If it goes the opposite way when they say they don't want to talk, just give them that space. Don't come back and say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I, I'm just waiting for you to talk. Probably not going to be received the best, even though I have a habit of doing that. Say, you know what? When you are ready to talk, I'm, I'm here to listen. You may not be ready to open up right now, but, I, but I'm here. I'm here whenever you're ready. And that gives them the freedom to be able to speak when they want to speak. And if they're ready at that moment, then allow them to. And if they're not, the conversation may end and it's okay. They may switch subjects. They may start something new. But don't be afraid to ask more questions. Just know and understand your person that you're with. Hey, it may not be good to ask 50. You may need to limit to two. The third thing, moving on to the third thing, is repeating what they say, but not just repeating word for word. Saying things like, what I heard you say was, and this is, this is where I have gotten myself in trouble. I have listened to respond, and then when I have said a comment like this, what I heard you say was, is I put it in my own words. Men, let me tell you something. Don't do that to a woman. Do not, do, do not do that. Let me tell you again, do not do that to a woman. Men, if you need to rewind this again and again and again, write it on a sticky note, write it on your mirror, write it on your car dashboard, steering wheel, write it on your glasses, you can always see it. Do not do this to a woman, okay? Now, I am being funny with this, but I am telling the truth, okay? Because if you have any woman, and they're all, I wouldn't say they're all the same, but 
most of them are going to respond to you the same way, is that's not what I said. Well, I was paraphrasing. You need to paraphrase better, okay? Repeat what they said. Listen, there ain't nothing wrong. Number one, you don't have to remember the whole entire conversation. Don't try to remember everything. Remember key points. Remember things that they're really frustrated about. Things that they may want to expound upon. What I heard say, what I heard you say is, when you went into work this morning, everybody was just giving you an evil look like if you did something. I'm sorry that that happened. Uh, how did that make you feel? What was going on in your mind at that moment? When, when your boss stopped you in the hallway and asked you real snooty what, what you were doing? I, it's okay to ask that question, but you're repeating what th you heard them say. Okay. Again, this is going to acknowledge them that you, you not only care, but you were listening in the conversation. Listen, guys, these are things I did not do. These are not, I am not giving you a list of everything that I've done. Okay. I had to learn about listening to understand and not respond because it was told to me time and time and time again about tell me more, ask more questions. Okay. Even this one, what I heard you say, I learned this in therapy. I learned this in therapy when you're talking to a client, okay? Now, I'm not necessarily taking somebody through a therapeutic conversation when I'm talking to the girlfriend or whatever the case is or a significant other, but getting them to understand that I did listen to them. And here's the thing, is if you mess up, they're going to correct you. So just be ready, men, okay? The last thing, the last thing, which is important for a lot of people, especially myself, people that want to talk, Listen more than you speak, okay? And if a woman is telling you what has been going on and why she's mad at you or not understanding you or the communication is this or that you're not listening to that or you're not or everything you're doing is wrong, just be quiet and listen. It is not a time to try to sit there and respond. And if she gives you a five-second pause, be quiet. Don't. Give her 10 seconds. I promise you. If she's already been rambling on for two or three minutes and hasn't taken a breath, she's not done. The pause is not for you to interject. And if there's something that I can add in there at the very end of this, and this isn't necessarily something that was scripted, okay? But when you're done, when she feels like, when you feel like she's done, then ask her, hey, would you like me to interject or did you just want to have me listen? Do you want me to interject or do you have me listen? Because this, again, women want to be heard. They want to be able to unload in their emotions. They want to know that somebody that they can have with them, they can trust them, that will sit there and listen to them without any judgment, will allow them to feel vulnerable, will allow them to put down walls. And... I'm a little emotional right now at this moment because this is something that's very dear to my heart in regards to me messing things up. Okay? I am not teaching you guys this or I am not showing this or telling you this stuff because I am an expert at communication. I'm telling you this because I've just been living it the last 10 months. And every single one of these, even the last one that I added, is I've messed them all up. 
I had to learn. And when, when we're going through things like this, it's not, it's easy for me to come in here and talk about something that I have going through. It's a lot easier, it's a lot harder for the person that you're putting, that you're with at that time and you're putting them through it because it's not easy. It's not easy at all. It's very heartbreaking when you're trying to make the best of certain situations, but yet you're, you're still living a certain way because you have so much that you're programmed to do over so many years. So just to recap, number one is listen to understand, not to respond. Number two is tell me more. Get them back engaged. Tell me more about your day. Number three is ask more questions. Ask them, hey, what, what is it that, even this, even this question, this is a very powerful question. What is it that I can do to make you feel safer? What is it that I can do to make you feel better? They may not have an answer for you, and that's okay. But it's still a great and powerful question. Number four is what I heard you say was, and then repeat what they said. Listen, if you've got to take notes, take notes. There's nothing wrong with it. I probably need to do more of that. Number five is listen more than you speak. Listen more than you speak. Don't be in such a hurry to say something. And the last one is, is do you want me to interject? Do you want me to interject? Do you want my feedback? Or do you just want me to listen? Guys, this is an art. This is not something you perfect overnight. This is something, these things right here that I'm telling you, one, two, three, four, five, and, and I added that sixth one. Do you want me to interject? This is something that I am learning. I am smack dab in the middle of going through, and I don't have one bit of it perfect. Not one bit. I am learning it. I am I, I'm discovering it, so to say. Some of them, it's things I've picked up on my own. Some of it's what I learned from the relationship, okay? But if I can help you guys out by the mistakes that I have made, it's not that the mistakes are worth it, but the journey's worth it. Because not only do I want to help you guys in your art of communication with your loved one or your significant other or you know, a family member or a, a boss, a child, a, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case is, then I want to be able to do it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Instagram at Meet Joseph James. Leave us a review. Give us a rating. Spread the word. We are trying to reach listeners in every nation across this world. We're in 32 right now. We want to hit the rest of them. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Through Pain podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to finding true freedom and breakthrough.